0: <laughs> it, him catch up. You you <laughs> Screaming at a drag show, so Wait, right, I'm right, I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> the pizza boxes. Right. So we <laughs> Alright <clears throat> right, cool. All right. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Uh, I'm here with a good friend, Brett Moreland. Brett is uh, is a part of our leadership squad, um, but he wasn't always a part of our leadership squad. He came in from another brokerage. Obviously, I'll let you take it away from there, but um, is a great success story in kind of climbing the ranks, like just coming in here, working like an absolute dog. And obviously, our staff then recognizing that and being like, yo, this... Kids legit. So, why don't you walk us through where you're from? Obviously, I know you're not a Florida born guy. Like, kind of talk us through there. Give us a little history of yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I appreciate you having me on, Todd. Yeah, of course. um, Yeah, a little bit about myself. So, I was born and raised in a small town in West Virginia, right in the Eastern Panhandle. Um, Been an athlete my whole life. Played baseball. Baseball, you know, really kind of shaped who I am, who Mm -hmm. I was um, as a person. And that's actually what brought me down here to Florida. So, um, I played at the collegiate level. I went to a junior college in Frederick, Maryland, played two years there. Um, you know, was very fortunate to be on a pretty awesome team. You know, we actually played in the Collegiate World Series for junior college. Nice. Um, shoot, played against a bunch of guys that were and still are in the big leagues. Yeah, which right, is especially crazy. Out at Grand,
0: Grand Junction. Yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll probably run it, into it's, that.
1: It's, it was amazing, you know, so it was truly a blessing, you know, that my career led me there. Um, and then got refuted, recruited uh, by a couple of different schools, um, you know, kind of up and down the coast. And one of them was Flagler. And um, looked it up first. I was like, Flagler? Yeah, I was going to say, so unfamiliar
0: right? to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Never heard of it. Never, you know, really knew much about St. Augustine. Always kind of knew I wanted to go somewhere either down south or out west. Right. Reason warm. being, warm. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're from up north too. <laughs> Nobody yeah. likes snow. Like, it's cool yeah. at first, right? You're like, oh, this yeah. is awesome. And
0: then, I, I think... Three out of my four high school, four years in high school, it snowed on opening day every
1: single. Yeah, day. I mean, I remember high school games. Yeah, where we had these huge heaters and like awful. You felt like you were literally hitting a rock. Ugh, um, I remember awful. watching. I was catching, you know, because I was a catcher back in high school and a kid literally shattered his bat. It was so cold and it went flying at the pitcher. But oh, anyways, oh. Um, oh. so, you know, Saul Flagler came down for an official visit, um, got offered a really good baseball scholarship. And, you know, kind of it was a no brainer. You know, yeah, right. St. Augustine's a really cool town. There's just so much history you're right by the beach mm-hmm. you know the facilities are are really impressive i mean they've got d1 facilities
0: yeah and and the peach belt conference that they play in is no slouch of a conference i mean you're playing like real talent in there
1: right i mean yeah. it was incredible like the you know the kids that we played against and you know we played against some some really tough competition yeah. which was was fun and you know lots of good memories and and you know things from from the baseball days of course oh,
0: and correct me if i'm wrong were you Introduct in, in inducted? Introduced, inducted into the Flagler Hall of Fame.
1: So um I was on the All Decade team. All decade yep. team.
0: That's what it was. I yep. remember it was you received some honor. It was it was the all decade team. Yep. Exactly. All decade That's team awesome
1: as a as an outfielder. Um, you know, and really had a, a good career. Um, you know, I had an injury right before my senior year that kind of you know nixed me going to the next level. But honestly, you know, in hindsight, vision, it it was a blessing. Right. Um, You know, because a lot of people think being a professional athlete, you know, especially in baseball, right, is like this some, you know, luxurious, awesome lifestyle. (laughs) And unless you make it all the way, you Mm -hmm. know, to the big leagues, it's really not what people think it is. Yeah, Um, You know, you're you're making terrible money. You're riding a school bus. Yeah. You know, traveling and and eating bad food. and And I
0: think they just, I just saw that. They just ruled or they did something where they have to start providing housing now because yeah. I know that that was a huge concern. Like some of these dudes started like living out of suitcases, yeah, and just like half in a hotel one week, half out, half uh-huh. in because they're paying for their own housing. They're like, you're a professional athlete, right? And it's
1: crazy. <laughs> and some of these dudes
0: are verified on Instagram and like yeah. have nowhere to live, right?
1: Exactly. So it's it's crazy, you know. And and I was disappointed when it happened, but kind of like looking back, you know, it it all worked out for for the better, right? right. Because it led me you know, here, and it led me to, to stay in St. Augustine and, you know, meet meet my, you know, beautiful wife and, mm-hmm. you know, build the life that I have now that, you know, right. who knows if, if I wouldn't have gotten hurt, I probably wouldn't be here, right? I would have been, you know, playing who knows where, who yeah, knows right. how far I would have made it, but.
0: And at it, that point, right, you would have been like, okay, now you're either revisiting this, whether you don't have the hunger, the drive, whatever. I mean, the situation you're in and what I always kind of look at, especially when it comes to athletes is chasing opportunity. Yep. And that's what I think you chased here. And again, like we did a video which feels like honestly feels like 10 years ago now. Yeah. But I think we're oh, maybe a year and a half ago just about where you came from, your yeah. old brokerage you did come from, why you came here, how kind of like marketing your own circle and how real estate kind of is hard if you're on a alo- you're alone and For you're sure. just not doing anything um to now cut to like just where we're at, which we'll continue to get into. I just it's mind blowing. It's yeah. just mind
1: blowing. And it really is. Right. Because so I always kind of had a passion for real estate and, you know, going through college kind of went the sport management route, just right. like, you True, know, yeah. most athletes, athletes do. They're yeah. like, here, business or sport management, <laughs> yeah. pick, pick one. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I thought that that was something I wanted to do because obviously I've always had a love for sports. But, you know, as I got out of college and really kind of started seeing like what sport management truly is, like, honestly, it's not all that people think it is right? right it's not that rewarding it's like you're working long crazy hours you're getting paid a crap salary just to hopefully one day by the age of 50 be able to make it somewhere big as a general manager and yeah sure yeah make and, a lot of money but
0: and for the most part you're right you're the athletic director of some high school or some right. middle school for the most part and it's like at what point are yeah. like ball clubs like recruiting out of like yeah. those programs <laughs> right. like it's very few and far between yeah yeah so wow
1: yeah yeah but it was crazy, you know, and and I had somebody, you know, at the time that I knew um, who was a, a, a broker here in town and was like, hey, man, you'd be really good at real estate. Have you thought about getting your license? And I'm like, you know, honestly, yeah, I, I kind of have. Like, I think it would be good. Like, why not? What do I have right. to lose? Um, you know, so sure enough, I did the course, got my license and actually went to work for that big box brokerage. Um, I mean, they were great. Right. And they're still a great fit for the right people. But, you know, for me, it wasn't. I didn't have the success that I wanted. I didn't really have the guidance that I was hoping for, you know, because real estate's a tough career, right? And if you either, A, don't have a ton of people that you know right now that are going to buy or sell, or B, also have the support to go with that to right. understand what you're doing, like, right. it's really hard to make it in this industry. And that's why the failure rate is so high, just because, like, there's so many realtors, and it's just there's so many other factors right. that go into it that, that people don't understand. like, And, yeah. you know, that's kind of what led me here. Um, I had somebody that I knew, uh, funny story, I actually coached them um, in baseball, you know. So right when I got uh, out of college, I um, coached baseball for a little bit. I coached a travel team, and I actually coached at St. Augustine High School. Um, You know, and and fast forward a few years, this particular person, um, you know, was here. They were, you know, selling. They were doing well. And I'm like, hey, I I keep seeing DJ and Lindsay team everywhere, (laughs) right? Like, they're everywhere. And I'm really, like, curious. Like, let's meet up for lunch. So, you know, we met up for lunch. A great thing to say. Um, ended up, you know, sitting down with um, DJ, Lindsay, and, and Megan, and, you know, it just kind of all clicked. And I was like, why did I not do this sooner, right? Right. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. and Right, know. and
0: I think that's important is you don't know what you don't know. And even someone like you that works as hard as you do, a creature of habit, very mm-hmm. structured, you know, you're following a schedule. I mean, you are a very detail-oriented person. If you had trouble doing it on your own – there's no doubt like you're almost like my test subject of like okay brett was struggling or just like he was kind of at this benchmark Uh i'm like there's just no way that person is just gonna be like and and if it does happen it talk about like being in the right place at the right time Mm. like whether you just happen to be in that bar or in that, per- talking to that person, yeah. and you just struck gold, which almost is kind of like DJ's story where he like just happened to have that great Cordova apartment sale and he's like, yeah. I can either go on a sick trip or I can reinvest in my business. Yeah. It was just like one of those sheer happenstance situations. So you, that was like the biggest eye opener for me is after I found out a little bit more about you, how you kind of got here, and then seeing the success we have other agents is, I'm just like, Phew. Like, could you, right. Could you imagine yeah. like if you, if this was where you first started out Yeah, and you'd be a full, honestly, you'd probably be a full four more years ahead of where
1: you probably would Oh, be. absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I totally agree. Like, you know, like I said, hindsight is always 2020. Right. You know, I think it was definitely a blessing that the opportunity did present itself, mm-hmm. you know, to start here. And, you know, I'm so glad that I did. Right. You know, it was definitely the, the best decision that I've made, you know, in my life because, right. you know, it's gotten me to where I am today and just, you know, where, we're headed as a company and where i'm headed you know personally is absolutely incredible you know there's no other place that, that these things would even be possible right you
0: know? so when did you first officially join
1: so i first joined it was right at the end i think it was 2019 i want to say it was like november 1st or something i think i literally like sat down and met with everybody like right at the end of october and they were oh, like wow. can so you, you only- start monday and i'm like sure let's yeah. make it happen
0: wow so you actually only be i didn't did I know this? You only beat me here for like a few months then. Yeah.
1: I, I Yeah, it was like right beginning of November, and I think you came, what, January? J- the ad, yeah, the end of yeah. January. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I did not. Okay.
0: Yep. The 2019-2020 tw- yeah. start for the DJ Menti right. team was like a real fire right there. Wow. For I sure. can't believe that I did not realize that you had started, because I was the same way. I was uh-huh. brought in by former teammates, baseball players. Again, obviously, it's almost like a brotherhood. For you, sure, you, yeah. You know, in the sense of like, you know, you always talk to, I mean, people I played with three teams, three colleges ago, I still talk to all the time. Hey, Absolutely. how you guys doing? You know, this and that attending weddings, yeah. like somebody actually just texted me for my birthday that I played ball with at Tampa that uh-huh. I talked to, um, you know, f- fairly often, but it's just one of those things. So I got brought in the same way, just kind of like, Hey, this is an opportunity. And we go back yep. to that chasing opportunity. Yep. They lay the opportunity out. It's up to you to fulfill your end of the bargain. And yeah, I mean, so you, so you started in November, 2019, let's call it and then when did you, because now you obviously were a full production agent doing your own thing. Then we kind of like shifted you to director of resale. You were head of our listing division. Yep. And then you even took an even larger jump to kind of like that mentor, you know, basically almost broker status at this point. Yep. Like you're still handling all that stuff, deal doctoring, things like that. Yep. So like let's, let's walk through that kind of timeline.
1: Yeah. So um, November 2019, I started um, and then really was in production for just about one full year. Um, so I would say, I think it was like September, August, September of 2020, um, got the promotion to run our listing department. Right. Um, and kind of be like the listing mentor and specialized just in, in right, listings. Right, our
0: our OKR, you yeah. and Kelsey were working together yep. on what we were going to do to rank. That's totally right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was crazy, right? Uh, so I did that for a couple months. Um, you know, it was going great. And then in November, I think it was actually November 1st of 2020, is when I officially got promoted to director of sales um, to where, you know, I joined Brittany. And, mm-hmm. you know, basically the the two of us were, you know, the ones mentoring all the new agents, um, then agents also new to the company, as well as, you know, mentoring and helping all the agents company-wide, right. you know, and kind of running things, you know, as, as boots on the ground here, which was, you know, pretty cool to, to do all that in a year. Um, you know, and as that kind of took place, I started phasing out of production just because, you know, it's, it's hard to be able to be available to the agents mm-hmm. and help them achieve their goals while we're still out, you know, actively selling and doing things like that. So right, really, you sure. know, it, it is a sacrifice, but I will tell you, you know, I absolutely love coming to work every day. The f- yeah, right. You, feel you know, because yeah. the way I look at it, right. So, you know, as a sports guy and you can attest, I was very fortunate throughout my career to have so many coaches that were very successful Um, you know, not only just on the field, but creating good people off the field. Right. Yeah. And I had so many of those coaches who truly like impacted my life, not only just as like, you know, from a a sports standpoint and, you know, and, and the things that I was able to achieve, but also kind of shape like my morals and values and, you know, the foundation of who I am, right? Right. And it's just so cool to be able to give back just in a different manner. Yes, it's right. not through baseball, but it's almost like an even bigger, more fulfilling way, right? Right. Because it's the same
0: way a coach, it's like, okay, a coach is great, but at some point you have to hang your cleats up. And it's right. like, how can you give back, still feel that sense of pride, fulfillment, and carry on? Yep. We'll call it a legacy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're totally right.
1: Yeah, because it's you know getting to help people achieve goals that they didn't even know were, were possible, right? right? And it's not just things like sports. Yeah, sure. You know, some people at one point or another are going to hit the end of the road in their sports career, but in your actual career, like this is something that can last for you know generations to come, yeah. right? You can build a legacy for generations and generations. That's you know, it's really cool to be able to help people achieve that that they didn't even know was possible. And I think yeah. you know what makes it so special for me is that it happened to me personally. Right. You know, like when I came here, like I, yes, I was an experienced agent, but it's not like I was setting the world on fire. Right. I learned through how we do things and went through it all. So it really helps me be a more effective coach and mentor knowing like, Hey, I've been in your shoes. I know exactly what you're going through and how to get you to where you want to be. And I can tell you like the, the possibilities are are absolutely endless. You just got to put in the work and and the time to to make it possible. Yeah.
0: And it's, we I keep going back to being an athlete because athletes always deconstruct everything, yep. and it always comes back to whether you're in a slump or whatever. It always comes back to go back to the basics, back yep. to the basics. And if we even look at that from uh, real estate, you are always a sc- absolute dynamite script master. Like end to Thank end <laughs> and always hammer the phones and just structured your day properly because everyone gets the same amount of time. It's yep. just a matter of how you use it and how well you use it. And it's something that I'm working on. DJ helps me tremendously, whether it's time blocking organization, things mm-hmm. like that, um, that really allow you to do more because yep. it's very easy. I mean, especially now the world, it's very easy to feel just completely consumed by anything you're doing. Yeah. But now to execute something properly and constantly get better at it is harder and harder. I mean, even if we were to go completely off topic and jump into like medicine, uh-huh. there's a specialty for everything now. Right. Right. Oh, You're not just sure. like, I'm a doctor. It's like, yep. I'm a doctor and I only look at this part of the knee. Right. Yep. So now you got to think, okay, how is that going to come into real estate? It's like, hey, I'm strictly listings because I yep. know exactly what buyers are looking for. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what homes, like, I'm constantly, I mean, we were just talking before about, investor specific property it's like well how is something investor specific like look at the property, where the comp's in the area, what's the structure of the home, what's the layout like, how is it specific to only investors, why am I going to show this to a a newly married couple that has a baby on the
1: way, right? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, and if you
0: don't know what you're doing, you don't have detailed notes, or you're doing anything back to the basics, it's going to be very hard to just be like, oh, all right, I know Jim and Pam, like, I'll call them and see if they want this. It's their price point. It's like, it looks nothing like what they need. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's going back to the basics, which you mastered very early on, And because I so our desks, well, my desk moved every other hour, but our desks eventually landed kind of like across from each other. so I could always hear you on the phone. You're always, always there. And again, just basics, just doing all the little things constantly day in and day out that just compound like crazy.
1: And And that's what it's all about. Right. And that's what kind of led me to my success as an athlete. Right. You know. I kind of always, you know, there was a quote that my dad always, you know, kind of spoke into me, and it was, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard, right? Right. And it's so true. Like, there's people that are always going to be very talented in whatever it is, you know, a sport, a career, talking, whatever it is, right, Mm -hmm. that are very talented, but it's the people who don't put in the time and don't put in the work that always will get surpassed, right? So there's always an instant mean of hard work can outshine, outbeat any day of the week right for those people, even if they're more talented. And and that's kind of you know what I yeah. live by every day, right? You know, sure somebody might be better than me at something, but right. I can assure you that they're not gonna work harder than me. Right. Michael, I J- Michael what Jordan, Jordan, Jordan I control
0: Derek Jeter, Kobe Bryant, yeah. all those guys, insanely talented, but were never outworked yep. in their respective fields court whatever you want to call it they were always the first people there last people to leave you know because they knew exactly that like talent's gonna talent might get you there right but there's always somebody better yep always somebody better i mean look let's just look at michael and then lebron james it's like the number one argument that anyone's going to argue over is that how you know like and if they played together i guarantee you that michael jordan would be working twice as hard so that he could keep up with Kobe, even if he was starting to slip and getting older and whatever. Uh I guarantee you he'd work twice, three times, four times as hard so that the conversation was still never like, oh, he's in the dust. I mean, now obviously we can't ever compare because they don't play at the same time, but that's just the type of people that that they are, right? So let's even continue with that. Let's go back to the basics. You, every single day, no matter where you see you, dressed head to toe, best dressed. And it's, it's, it's a why, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a why do you do that because you know the importance of it.
1: Yeah. And the reason I do it, right? I don't do it because I have to. I do it because I want to, right? You know, and a couple different facets of that, right? When you dress up, it makes you feel good about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like your costume. It's almost like your alter ego. And it's funny that you, you know, say that because I was actually talking uh, with some of our agents in a training this morning about that, right? Like one of the best abilities you can have as a salesperson is the ability to have that alter ego, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm always so like energetic and you know outgoing and you know so. Positive, and it's like, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, even outside of work, sometimes I'm not like super like, how's it going? Like, all excited, like, you know, but it's that's my alter ego, and it has to do with the dress, too, right? You know, and I always uh, attest it to if you were gonna line up with somebody, right, and you're meeting a customer for the first time face to face, you're dressed in a suit, tie, or it doesn't even have to be a suit and a tie, it can be something that looks really nice, right? And they see you, and then they see somebody like maybe in some ripped jeans and a t shirt or like an old ragged polo. Mm-hmm. before they even talk to you, right? Done. Who do you think they're going to trust more right away without even opening your mouth? The other person that's not dressed nice could honestly be way better of a salesperson, mm-hmm. have way more experience, but I guarantee you the person that's dressed more professionally is going to be the one that gets the opportunity Absolutely. and the nod, you know? So what better way to go ahead and tackle that head on, have the respect right from the get-go, and then have all the intangibles to go with it. And then it's like, hands down, why would they want to use anybody else? Why right. would they want to interview with anybody else? Because you you show that you care about yourself, you have the knowledge, you have the skills, you have the personality. You took the like, time
0: to dress yourself and care about your own appearance. Right. The first thing anyone's going to think of is, okay, this person looks dressed to the nines, done, like yep. not overdressed like you show up in a tuxedo and you yeah. look like a clown. It's like, <laughs> right. hey, this person's dressed very respectably. Yep. They must know, at yeah. the very least, they care. Yeah, Exactly. Right. Versus like I mean we have people showing up in shorts and this and that. It's like I get it we're in Florida, you know, we're blessed with the fact that we have great weather all the time. But at some point like do you want to show up to buy something from somebody that's dressed
1: not right.
0: Properly, it's
1: like they're going to have a lot more work to do to convince you. That they are a good salesperson and they do have your best interest in your, mind.
0: Most of your time, it's going to go to just convincing them that you yeah. are who qualified and not like, hey, this is what we're actually
1: going to be doing. Right. So why create more work for yourself to have to sell you and what you can do when right. that's something that you can control, right? I'm right. all about control the controllables, right? There's, right? there's certain things that we can control and certain things we can't. So why not focus on what we fully have control over and conquer that? Because that can make so many other things, you know easier for you and put you in a better position for success down the line. Right, absolutely. And it's
0: funny, so usually we don't like to, I don't know, date these things, but Uh you actually are doing something really, really cool for this office, actually for both offices coming up, is so a lot of your wardrobe is from Suit Supply, which is great because obviously the product is, is a great product no, but it's they it's, it's customized right yep. it, it fits you properly yep. so you don't wear okay hey this is a great suit but it was my grandfather's whatever and it fits like
1: a, a bag right yeah.
0: so yeah. we have what's it's Tuesday we have suit supply coming yep. coming yeah. in
1: person so um, it's kind of a funny story right so I had I'd been going there for quite a while um, the first one I ever went to was actually in um, Tyson's corner. Um, Which is right outside of DC.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Um,
1: So it's a it's a chain that's based uh, overseas. They've got stores here, obviously in the U.S., but Mm -hmm. there's like kind of far and few between. So Mm -hmm. the closest one to us here is in Tampa. I think there's one in Miami too. But Tampa's. Um, But other than that, there's not a ton of them like close to us. Mm -hmm. So I have a buddy that lives in Saint Petersburg. Um, You know, every time I go to visit him, I always make a stop. Yeah. Um, You know, because it's right down there by University of Tampa, right Mm -hmm. in downtown Tampa, and they honestly have. Great customer service. So, you know, from going there all the time, you know, buying shirts, buying ties, buying suits, um, whatnot, I built up a relationship with the store manager. And the last time that I was in there, I actually met one of the higher ups. He just happened to be there. We were kind of talking, opportunity, uh, rub shoulders, right? And um, <laughs> I was trying to pick out a different color suit and I saw the fabric and I was like, man, I, I don't really, I can't tell what this actually looks like. And he was like, here, I've got it with me. So he pulls it out. I'm like, Cool, sold. I love it. Um, So we exchanged information and it was funny. So, um, you know, DJ and I were kind of talking like, dude, it'd be cool to plan something for the office to get, you know, them to come in because so many people always are like, hey, I would love to, you know, get some stuff from them, but I I don't want to go all the way to Tampa.
0: Tampa. And so, and a thing is that they measure you. So they build a profile on you so that when you go to buy stuff, you're not like, are these pants. The pants are gonna yeah. fit, they're literally made to your profile. Right, right? like exactly they're literally customized. So that's why it's important you need yep. to visit the store and not just of course you can go on there, order whatever, yep. but you wanna know.
1: Exactly. Right? So that's why it's cool. They're gonna, you know, come bring everything from whether you want to do fully custom or whether you want right. to do like made to fit, so where they have pieces that they can tailor to you because they have an in-sort tailor, mm-hmm. but you know, honestly, for me, I just like to do the, the fully custom because you know you can pick your fabrics, you can pick your linings, you can pick, you know, if you want it embroidered, right? Whatever you want, you can there's so many options and right. it holds up really well their customer service is great you know it, I mean
0: you literally wear a suit supply suit every single day every single day yep every day. Every, every single day and I mean, you're just, yeah, I would, I would even call you just like the off-brand brand ambassador <laughs> yeah. because you're in one literally every single day. I've seen the same, I'm honestly, you always come in with new stuff, but you see the same ones over and over again, and yep. never is it like, oh, man, it's ripped, or oh, man, it's like right. it always looks good. It's holding up. It's great. And to bring that here, and again, just to show our agents, A, quality comes at a price yep. that is what it is. But it's investing in yourself, which then yep. is investing in your business. Exactly. And it's like if you were going to buy cheap or do this or cut corners here, I mean, we are we pride ourselves on streamlining any sort of process. Yep. We also know that there's a cost in things. So it's not the cheapest stuff. It's just done the best. Right. And that's what I think – it's ironic that suit supply is kind of similar to that yeah. that we kind of run here. It's like it's not – It's just streamlined so well that they can offer it how they offer it, still yep. give you quality. And then, again, having these agents understand – man this is what a custom suit feels like this yeah. is what a really quality suit feels like and it's the, one of the best gifts you can really give yourself because yeah. I mean obviously most people here are done growing Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's not like you're going to invest in a suit I mean I remember I went to like a bunch of proms in high school uh-huh. and I've like been the same size since like freshman year yeah. and my mom's like you're probably not going to grow as much as I would love for you like bought a tuxedo because she's like renting all that uh-huh. so it's like now at this age it's like invest in buying a suit Having it fit properly, it can take someone who might not feel confident about their body and just completely change their internal confidence and then carry over into that listing meeting or carry over into that buyer consult.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: you feel, just like you said, you feel so much better. You're in that costume, that persona of, like, I am a million-dollar guy, right? That's it. And then to be able to walk in and have that confidence, it's going ex- to carry over. For you're going sure. s- to see it. The, the clients are going to see it. The customers oh, are going to see absolutely. it. Absolutely. Versus like you show up, you're in slacks, way too long, shoes yep. aren't done right. Overdressed. Right. Or sorry, exactly. just under,
1: overdressed uh, where it doesn't fit. You exactly.
0: Know? Yeah. So, I mean, we uh, we golfed uh, on DJ's birthday and JoJo just showed me <laughs> this photo. I'm going to say this right before we wrap up. Uh-huh. She's like, why do I have this screenshot of... Of, of someone on my phone that looks like you and it's me in the bar after we uh, ate where they gave us the non-alcoholic beer. Oh, okay. I'm like, that's because that is me. And she's like, yeah. what? She's like, I don't even know why this is it was here. Yeah. It's funny. Um, but yeah, obviously, we love you here. You're st- stupid good at what you do. I mean, you and Thank Brittany you. both, you, you guys, along with DJ Lindsay and the rest of the other side of this wall and our W2s is, is what make the machine run and it allows me and my team to do what we love to do which is just carry the marketing do cool mm-hmm. things do stuff like this um and then again like get stories you know from from the people who work here and really just you know express it obviously your wife is here yep she crushes it too it's so nice that we kind of you know all included now it's really yeah. awesome
1: it's just an awesome place to work i mean it, it's it's like i said it's a breath of fresh air coming into work every day like right. you know it, it, and everybody always says like if you enjoy what you do you never work a day in your life absolutely you know? and and that's truly how i live like i i really feel like you know i'm not working i enjoy what i'm doing yes you know we're always working we're always busy but it's a blessing right i don't view it as work and right. i absolutely love you know being able to help others
0: and i say uh, it's like I'd be doing this anyway. So I'd either have a job and then be doing this in my free time, or I'm going to find a position where I'm doing this as my job. So it works. Right, exactly. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on, chatting with us. Uh, Again, we obviously love you. And uh, we're going to have you back on. Let's do like, I don't know, let's do like a quarterly thing. Yeah, let's do it, man. I want to hear hear from the horse's mouth. and want to hear all the market updates. And again, we're going to revisit Suit Supply. We're going to do something for it. I think that's going to be really cool. That's going to be really really awesome.
1: For right. sure. maybe
0: maybe they'll sponsor this video right By the way, f- follow us everywhere uh, at dj Lindsay and subscribe because we're always learning about uh, you know our w2s and our agents that are coming through here right yep. right absolutely thanks awesome. a lot Thanks, man. Man. guys see ya